podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to episode, what episode is it? 25. 25. Good grief. It's been about uh, a six week break, isn't it? Uh, we, we don't talk about breaks no, anymore. Never happened. We're a monthly podcast. End <laughs> off. Okay. Uh, welcome back to Below the Belt, uh, Boxing Pass podcast brought to you in association with Boxing Monthly. Uh, I am Alex, your esteemed host, joined as ever by Cal from Boxing Monthly Online. You like that, don't you, esteemed host? I do like it. It was because she had teased the felonious filth here, as our other colleague of ours has got... Uh, the Fighting Cock, which yeah. is another podcast that, that T is involved with. I've just got a steamed host, although I am on that podcast as well. So, what are you saying? I'm a lesser member? I of... thought you'd like that. Okay, fine. Let's do it with that. Let's not fall out so early on, eh? Yeah. Um, it's a big, it's a bit of a big week. And we've got a, it's a stacked week coming up as well. So, uh, we're going to have to squeeze in a lot. Yeah. Um, but let, let's start uh, at the obvious place, which is obviously Anthony Joshua versus Carlos Tucker uh, at a sold out. Uh, what's the stadium? It's not called the Millennium Stadium. Anymore. Principality. Principality. Yeah. What does that, that mean? Is no, that I was going to say that to you. You're far more educated than I am. Is that a company or? I don't think so. No. Isn't it like Principality, like Monaco's? That's a principality. Yeah. yeah. Well, either way, it was packed to the rafters, full of hungry, hungry AJ fans. Hardcore boxing fans. Yeah. I'm sure there were plenty there. I'm, I'm sure there were plenty there. But uh, again, it's 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 always remarkable that the crossover that that Andy Joshua has. I had. Family members there who I had never known had even watched a, a, a boxing match. My mum bought it on pay per view. You know, it's it's it really is a mark to what Matchroom Sky, Anthony Joshua have have created there. It's 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 a monster. Oh. Whether you love it or hate it, you you have to doff your cap to it slightly. Absolutely, and uh, Anthony Joshua. Sorry, it feels a bit, it feels a bit like a big Sainsbury's. You just smash up. <laughs> you know, you got you got little local supermarkets, yeah. little quarter shops. It's got like a big Sainsbury's yeah. right there. It's just That's, steamrolled it exactly. in and just smashed all the fucking quarter shops to bits. <laughs> Under, undercut them all. Yeah. Okay, what were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say. It's, I said on a podcast before. No other promoter could do what we've added in Joshua what Eddie Hearn has done and so like you said Doffer the cap to Eddie Hearn and all involved and do you know what will be the test of that now is Frank Warren with Box Nation and, and BT Sport with Daniel Dubois as he, as he comes up through those uh, through those bits granted he's very very young yeah. um, and, and he's starting at a much lesser base than an Olympic gold medalist of course but yeah. the test will be you know it's quite obvious that him and probably maybe Anthony Yard are being, are being kind of groomed for, for that superstar position of, yeah. of, of that stable um, and it'll be interesting to see how their journey develops. Will they follow the same sort of route that AJ has gone in terms of, in terms of kind of touring him around the country like that, like Matchroom did at the start, that type of thing? It's, it'll be yeah. for now. They're keeping. They seem to be keeping them quite local, don't they? They're keeping them at the Copper Box. Mm. Every Copper Box show now with BT has Dubois and Anthony Yard. But I've noticed lately that uh, a few American journalists are starting to notice Anthony Yard in particular. People are starting to pay attention to him. Yeah, I've noticed that too. And I actually saw a tweet today from an American journalist saying 2018 Anthony Yard's going to become a world champion. Mm. And I'll tell you also who notices him are the HBO Ring Girls. Because on their Instagram, which I definitely don't follow, it's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of Anthony Yard talk whenever he's fighting. So I'm just saying, big up. It's interesting because he's quite he's quite marketable. He's on the um, BT advert of Deli Ali. Um, he's the face of Maxi Muscle. Yeah, which is so, on the sky. He breaks in between yeah, the rounds as well. So I think um, I think yeah, Yard could be can make some good money for for Warren if he uses him correctly. I'm excited about Anthony Yard. He's, he, he's I good. think he could be. He could be I'm, colossal. I'm not fond of his behaviour towards um, Bullioni and Burton, though. I'm I completely not. agree. I love Yard to bits, but I think how that was handled was a bit messy. Yeah. Again, I, 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 maybe I'm a cynic, but I doubt he had a huge amount to do with it. You're probably right, yeah. but it's it's just a little bit leaves a sour taste when they clearly didn't want the Burton fight when you know there was man where Yard was mandated to fight Burton as an eliminator. They they stepped away from that, said they didn't want that fight. And then three weeks later, Anthony Yard's in a press conference saying, Bully only doesn't want to fight me. And mm. it's like, well, you had an opportunity to get to that stage and you decided not to take it. So it's just really odd. Interesting one. Let's get back to the matter in hand. Um, so Anthony Joshua stopped Carlos Takam in round 10. 
let's let's deal with the with with the controversy in, in inverted commas straight away in terms of the stoppage. Yeah. Um, I, I'll give you my view quickly first. I thought I thought the stoppage itself, the physical act of the stoppage, I thought was terrible. Yeah. Um, does it affect the result? Absolutely not. No. Was it something that probably was coming? Yes. Uh, in terms of a in terms of a stoppage or even a towel coming in, maybe. I, I'm not sure. I don't know that corner, but. It was it was getting towards that position with those two cuts. My my point, my contention with it was the doctor had looked at it twenty five seconds before and said, "Look, you're okay." He took a big shot, a big right hand. Um, you know, Joshua extended it, turned it over really well, but then slipped three shots after that um, and, and, and was and was starting to move. And so I thought I thought the physical act itself of a stoppage was poor, but uh, it was it was coming and maybe. You know, did it affect the result? Absolutely not. But it's a shame it ended that way because Takama put up, you know, a valiant effort, far more than I thought. I I thought if this was the Takama that was coming in against, that came in against Parker after what we'd seen Parker go life and death with Huey Fury, I thought, you know what, um, two and two sometimes does make five yeah. with, with that situation. And and you I think round one, didn't you? I did the pick, fantasy league. No, I think round two. I think. Oh, okay. dear me. Yeah, but. Yeah, look, you know, I'm quite happy to say I was wrong. I'm no, I don't pretend to be any massive expert, but it was uh, that's that's what I thought. I thought it would be an element of frustration with the whole Pulev pull out and all the rest of it. But Joshua looked like he he wanted to make sure it went three or four rounds at least, you know, just to take a look at him. No, I love that Takam stuck a nut on him in the first round. He's just like, <laughs> look, I've got no chance of winning this. I'm just gonna stick a nut on you. <laughs> and fair play to him for doing so, and because mm. uh, <laughs> he had to give himself half a chance. I agree with you, Al. I thought the stoppage in itself was terrible. Mm. I thought it was awful. Like you say, the actual act itself was poor because I go on. I always go on two criteria for a stoppage: a is he throwing back, and b is he defending himself. He was defending himself. He may not. I don't think he was throwing back enough, but he no. was absolutely defending himself. At one point, he ate a shot, slipped a shot, and then stuck his hands out like, "Is that all you got?" Kind of thing. Is there any credence though for the fact that these ref, these, this is a heavyweight fight with someone who we know can, you know, is is arguably the most powerful heavyweight out there at the moment? Yeah. Uh, that makes a referee's job in terms of looking after the safety of another boxer who is clearly losing the fight. Does does that does he give any credence to that at all? Does that change anything? Bollocks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of the stoppage too. Um, should I at least let him see the round out? I think it was about a minute left, a little over a minute left. Um, Takam wasn't going to win the fight, but I think um, the referee's view was blocked. I think Joshua's body was in front of Takam. So this is Joshua winging in shots. And he's not seeing Takam slipping the shots and avoiding them. I think, um, I think he could have given him the round and then stopped it then. But he wasn't going to win his way behind in the cards. Yeah. But I think Takam would have liked the dignity of maybe seeing the fight out. Yeah. But then I guess it's promotional, isn't it? I mean, if Anthony Joshua's got another, got another knockout on his record, it helps promote him, doesn't it? Yeah. That so, was the conspiracy theory after the fight, yeah. wasn't it? It was like, oh, we need to protect his record. Oh, they, they've just done that to protect his 100% knockout record. Mm. Sure about that, really. What, um, what did you think of the crowd reaction? They booed it. They booed it, didn't they? I don't know, I booed it, but it wasn't necessarily like a, a round, you know, like a, a Frotch Groves boo. Yeah. It was a, it was a, oh, for fuck's sake. I type think, of boo. yeah, I think like a lot of people at home, the crowd, the crowd were probably like about Takam, fucking go on, son, mm. go, fair play to him, kind of thing. And I think most people at home felt like fair. He deserves to see it out, and I think that's what most people at home probably felt like. He deserved to. To go the distance and have that and say, I've gone the distance and only Joshua, nobody else has done it. And I think probably the people in the crowd probably felt, I'm guessing, but probably felt you've taken that that away from him, mm. that opportunity away from him to say, I've gone the distance and then therefore get more fights out of that. If he'd have really landed on Joshua and, and say, I don't know, made him stumble, even even knocked him down, a flash knockdown, something like that. Off the back of that reaction that we saw after that, if it had been later rounds, I, I think he would have got a hell of a cheer, you know. Yeah, I think I mean, there would have been people going, you know, as much as as much as we malign, you know, uh, sometimes the the kind of the wider casual type of market around Joshua. I think it would probably work the other way yeah. that if someone came in there and and really gave it a go and ended up and ended up doing him in in, in for lack of a better word. Uh, I think they would probably be the next one that would be clinged on to and, yeah. and, and, and be given a lot of a popular cheer. Maybe. Well, we British love an underdog, don't we? Yeah, we, we love an underdog. And I, I think, I know Anthony Joshua is massively popular and I completely understand why he is. We British, we do love an underdog. And so I think I could absolutely see 
and you can all you can see it starting to turn now with popular opinion with Anthony Joshua. He is still massively popular, but people want to see him. They want to see him tested now, and he has been against Vlad, and I'm sure he will be again in the future. It just depends on who's next for him. Well, that future, the talk of Athos is was the, the the same old names essentially was was mainly Joseph Parker, Deontay Wilder, who we'll talk about in a bit after his uh, his first round victory over Bermainster Vern at the weekend, and and of course Tyson Fury. Um, so, but before we get onto those guys individually, uh, in terms of in terms of those uh, opponents, if if it had gone a couple more rounds, or say it had gone the full twelve, would there have been any credence in a rematch with Carlos Sakam at all? No. no. Okay, that's the first question. Second of all, through that fight, can we take anything from Joshua's performance in terms of weaknesses, stuff that he seriously needs to work on, or is it a question of was he massively up for that? Did he was he out of third, fourth gear? I don't do think? think he was motivated at all. I don't think he, he looked... You know, you've come from the Vlad fight, which was Wembley Stadium, 90,000 against a great champion, to a late substitute. Uh, yes, it was still in a massive stadium. Yes, it was still a, a, an event, but it wasn't... It wasn't... It wasn't Vlad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a challenge. I don't think he looked at it as a challenge. Um Tony Bellew kept saying in commentary, well, he was preparing for a six foot seven giant in Pulev. Pulev's six foot four. Um, but do you think do you think Tony Bellew and Anthony Joshua are friends, by the way? Whatever gives you that idea. Jesus Christ. I lo- I you know, I'm a big I, you know, I'm a converted you know, Belluite or whatever you want to call it now. But even I was uh, I was like, come on, Tony, we get it. You're mates, you're yeah. friends with Anthony Joshua, we get it, mate. It, it took that, it took that because in you know, everybody the thing with the Sky Matrim thing and every pundit that they have is a Matrim fighter. So there is that, there is a question of the impartiality of the people that cover the sport for Sky Sports. But he took it a bit too far. Do you think, <laughs> um, funny. Do you think Tony Bailey is a bit like um, Alan Partridge and Dan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get Andy Joshua like walking away. Like, Ann! Ann! <laughs> oh, oh, bless him. No, it was funny. It, it was, was good. Although I thought Kyle Frotch was very good. And that takes a lot for me to say. He's really. improving. I, I like he is, yeah, like, Obviously, you've got the even rounds that he does. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't watch this guy footage of the fight. Yeah. But he is improving as a pundit. Yeah. yeah, he needs to stop with even rounds. and needs to put the phone down and, and watch the fights completely and score them all. But um... <laughs> He called it, though. He called it. Uh, I can't remember what card it was on, but he called it. He said, people are having a pop at me online for even rounds. Uh, and he, he did yeah. give a justification for it. Yeah, I know, I know, but he needs to cut it out. Really. Right, First enough. round is allowed, but that's about it. So, uh, as we said, so, so opponents-wise, uh, we've got Deontay Wilder, uh, Joseph Parker and Tyson Fury. So let's start with Tyson Fury because we saw him at the weekend out to support uh, Del Boy over in, in Monaco who lost his, his European title fight. Uh, 25 stone, as ever, told us he's got to lose 7 stone, but... Um, you know, watching some of the interviews that he did with with some of the other uh, internet based ones and and some of the written stuff that was um, that he does, written press that he talked to seemed like okay, look, like, this is he's obviously been given some information about cases and when potentially that could be and, and seems to be pulling his act together. And we also heard um, too that Eddie Hearn is perhaps going to try and get involved and, and and try and help out and maybe dangle a very very large carrot. To uh, in terms of money for the AJ fight to, to to bring him on, what do you think it will? Do you think that's the most likely? I think what Hearn's trying to do, he's doing similar with um with Wilder, is that he's. I think he wants Fury to fight Joshua as early as possible, because he knows that um if Fury gets a couple of fights under his belt, he'd be near formidable, and with um, Wilder, he's trying to put White in front, trying to delay, because if Wilder fights Joshua straight away, they're mm. seeing flaws that, you know, maybe he could get a result. But no, I think this is a lot more positive than the previous Fury comebacks. Um, I think he tweeted today that um, UKAD, I think they, did they falsely, they said he failed a test. Yeah. They said he didn't, didn't fail the elevated levels of the banned drug. Yes. So. Of testosterone, I think it was. It's okay. interesting because um, I think Frank Warren was, was talking yesterday about the fact of. No, it's Daniel Holmes, sorry. Yeah. Um, that Frank Warren was, talk, was talking yesterday about the fact of. You know, look, he's he's not actually been given a ban. You know, this he's had two years almost taken away from him for something that has been unproved so far, and yet, you know, if they if he if he's found not guilty now, there's there's a case for some of these governing bodies to answer for. And we know, and we know, Frank likes a likes a court case. And I'm sure he'll yeah. be full of advice. But um, 
uh, and, but and then you look at what's happened to Luis Ortiz. I mean, Ortiz has what had what six months, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Shannon Briggs has had twelve months. I think Povetkin's finishes next month. As exactly. Well. You know, so they've got <clears> to get a handle on these things because because it's hugely unfair. But let's take Carol. Let's let's take it under the under the um, assumption that he's back and, and and he can get into into shape. T said there that Hearn, you know, ideally would want want to fight want the Joshua fight before. The Joshua Fury fight before any tune-ups. Yeah, is is that is that possible? Is it fair? It's absolutely not fair. The, yeah. the guy hasn't boxed in two years, and he's massively, massively out of shape. So he should absolutely be allowed to have a tune-up. Also, for promotional reasons, really, it's like okay, we haven't seen him in two years. Let's have him box somebody, um, and you know, stop someone, look good, back on TV. People go, oh, Tyson Fury, I remember him. He's a good fighter. Mm-hmm. Have him call out Joshua, and then go again. It, I don't see it happening. I don't think Tyson Fury boxes ever again. I still don't believe it. Really? I, I don't. I don't. I This one does feel more real. I think we were talking about it the other day and you, this one does feel more real because Eddie Hearn's involved and Eddie Hearn, he does seem to have a way with fighters. Um, but I don't think he boxes again. I don't think, I don't think he wants to. I, I think he misses the attention. I think he misses the money. Mm. But I don't think he actually wants to do it anymore. I I. I and seven stones a lot to lose. I, I disagree. Only on the aspect that I think I think he does want to do it again. I think it's a question of what's the point in me training yeah. when uh, when you're you've just put my case back again. I don't. What's, what am I going to do? Just train for seven months? Yeah. Uh, because you know some fighters might do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dillian White, for example, who has had you know a few things fall through this year. He's basically been training all year. Yeah. Um, but you know, <coughs> Tyson's never going to do that, yeah. right? Now he might have that light at the end of the tunnel to go right. Do you know what? This is I can actually see what's going to happen when I come out of this. Maybe Eddie has managed to pull a few strings and maybe maybe not do anything underhand or anything, obviously, but just clarify a few things or help. You know, I'm sure he, Tyson probably hasn't got the most amazing structured, detailed management thing around him. It's all done from family and the rest of it, which is great. But sometimes it lacks that detail, and, and perhaps that's what Eddie's what to give. So, but out of the, of the three. You know, Joseph Parker, I'm not sure what the mandatory situation is with the rest of the belts because it's an absolute mind. Everybody's but... fulfilled their mandatories. Okay, so Joseph Parker could be the <clears> fight <throat> that Joshua has in the meantime before Fury and maybe Wilder afterwards if, if or Wilder if Fury thing doesn't fall out. So apparently Joseph Parker's fighting um, Lucas Brown. Yeah, I saw that today as well. I think they were in the negotiations <laughs> with Joshua and if, if they couldn't get that, then Lucas yeah. Brown, yeah. Yeah, I, I, before I read that today, my feeling was that it was going to be Parker next. Mm. Because I'd heard that, I think we all had that there was talks between Parker's camp and Joshua's camp. And, you know, because all the mandatories have been fulfilled now, it's time, it's unification time, really. And Parker is the easiest one, easiest one to make. I don't think Joshua wants the Wilder fight. I don't think he really? wants it yet at all. Oh, yet. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah I'm not saying he's ducky. I'm not yeah. saying he's shook of Wilder. Fucking is. But, um,. <laughs> They don't, they don't, the whole, I'm always talking about spin campaigns. This just feels like a massive spin campaign around not Wilder. Um, you've got Tony Bellew, Andy Ooh. Joshua's best friend out in the media going, oh, well, I've got a better win than him at heavyweight. Can I just say, on Sky's rankings, yeah. when they did a top list of top 10, Tony yeah. Bellew was number 10 in the heavyweight rankings. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> Sake. That was on the on the Wilder and Stavern. Uh, to be coverage. fair, Boxing News had him at nine. Box, well, Boxing Monthly hasn't got him in there at all. Yeah, yeah that's good. Well, thank God for that. Sorry, carry on. But I, it just feels like afterwards, and then after the after the Joshua fight itself, um, Joshua wasn't. I want the fight. Yes, I want the Wilder fight. It was. It has to happen. It just was. It just felt like you don't want this fight. You may want it in a year, but you don't want it now. For whatever reason that is, I don't know. Maybe he just thinks it needs building. <laughs> Plus, there's the Dillian White situation. It's like Eddie Hearn's trying to throw Dillian White in there as a distraction. He's now also talking about Baby Miller perhaps fighting Anthony Joshua. It just feels like they want to fight anybody but Deontay Wilder. It's really, really strange. And that would be a pity because Wilder, whilst not the best technically, is entertaining. <laughs> Oh hell yeah! Yeah, you know, and before, during, and after the fight is is entertaining, uh, and I, I that would be a shame. And for me, if I if I had to pick between, obviously, Fury's the one we all want, but let's let's put him to one side because 
ideally I'd want a Fury who'd had two fights and, yes. and then was it. So Wilder's in there. I, I think Joseph Parker is is melted within a very short amount of time yes. by Anthony Joshua because of the type of fighter he is. So really the only one for me is, is, is Wilder. My perception is slightly different. I think he does want it next. And I think because he's gone from, the, like you said earlier, Cara, the highs of Klitschko Ooh. to a low of a late substitute, I think he might need a big high again to be... You know, just to, to be getting him up to, a bit. Exactly, yeah, perhaps. I don't know. T, what do you think? Is he shook? Yeah. Um, Is he shook or just shook as fuck? I think they're, I think they're, doing, <laughs> they're doing what Canelo did to Golovkin in that they're Thank waiting you. and waiting and waiting until they... I mean, obviously, I started that they see slippage, but I think after the Stiverne fight, I don't think they want him straight away. I mean, Stiverne is obviously out of shape. But I reckon with Fury and Wilder, they may push them back as far as they can. Yeah, I reckon that 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 would be a shame. That would be a shame. I'd, I'd like I'd like that next. But I, think I think you're right. I think we'll probably end up with Parker. Yeah, be I, I'm beginning to feel like Wilder might be next. Though I don't know. I've got I've got a feeling. The... It's just excitement. Yeah, I think. Yeah. But I think they want Wilder in the summer stadium fight. Yeah, that well, it would have to be a stadium fight, and they want it outdoors. So yeah, I don't yeah, I, potentially. Yeah, I I think his next opponent's got to be a live body though. But he wants three fights a year, he said. Yeah. There's this common knowledge now that the, the, the aim is for three fights a year. So if we assume Wilder in the summer, then Parker would be... He, Parker if, or probably... Or Miller. If yeah. he fights Miller, because Miller can talk. Hmm. He can talk. He can speak very well. That would probably sell. So we'll see Miller this weekend on Matchroom's USA I, uh, I think, card. I think he's so rubbish. He well. is rubbish. I want to see a fight between... Him and Dylan White. Yeah. Could you imagine? So I could get a about good night's sleep. T- oh. <laughs> yeah, but the conferences would be amazing, though. Well, <laughs> it would. Well, yeah. speak, speaking of Dylan White, uh, uh, let's let's talk about the undercard very briefly because I, I will say, as a pay per view card, I know AJ has to be pay per view now, and I get that, I understand yes. it. Um, but the card itself, I thought, was poor. It was really. Um, poor. And and I can imagine, yeah, I, I, I know why there wasn't many people in the seats until until main event time, you know. Um, but talking about Dylan White, so he had a, a pretty, uh, I don't even know, I was going to say a poor show in them, but it was poor, but he came up against uh, an Hellenius that just ran. He just yeah. wasn't interested. Other was than the first second round when he landed him with a lovely right hand. His legs were gone. Mm. His legs were gone. It was so weird. He like Dylan's first couple of rounds were just, he seemed really like not with it. And then, yeah, he seemed, but Hellenius boxed like a really good journeyman mm-hmm. i.e. survive don't take anything big and just move around and he did that really well but for, for that for, for that to be for a WBC silver title and i.e. an eliminator of sorts is a joke well with WBC I've probably got a few questions to answer in a minute because that was like I say WBC silver we then saw Molina and Brazil, Brazil yeah. which we've now discovered was a final eliminator. Yeah. So if you are Dillian White, look, regardless of whatever you think of yeah. Dillian and performances recently or whatever it might be, you've got to be thinking, for fuck's sake, you know, I've, I've, I've just, I think he holds the WBC and the WBC International, sorry, Silver, WBC Silver and the WBC International, yeah. which is essentially their interim yeah, title. Basically, yeah, they are. Um, yeah. And, and then that happens to him. So I, I've got a bit of sympathy with, with Dillian White because I feel... Uh, I feel he's going to be one of those players that the better fighter he, he, he fights, the, the, the better his performances will be. Um, I don't think he takes enough credit for what he did during a Joshua fight, to some extent. He gets too much credit, man. He gets way uh, too much no, credit. No, I think he, get, I think he gets too much though. pushing. No, oh. I think he gets too much pushing. I think he could have easily quit second, third round when his shoulder went in that fight. Uh, we'd saw, we saw it in the fight before with Spike O'Sullivan against Chris Eubank, who, who would... Who would Basically said, look, my shoulder's gone. There's no point in this. I'm um, you know, and he, he carried it on. And I think, I think we owe him a little bit into that because he's I living think... off that fight right now. Though we yeah. wouldn't be having this conversation if we didn't have that one punch against Anthony Joshua in the second round. Well, in fact, what in terms of being signed by Matchroom and us seeing him? Well, well just the yeah. fact well, I, that I, he's even in the conversation. I mean, I, he went life and death of Chisora, who yeah. lost to lost to lost last week. I, I, I don't disagree with you in any way. I, I'm just saying I, I feel that. Um, I feel that then when there is a poor performance, I think it's I think it's jumped on harder. And I and I've been one of those people. I we look, look go back and listen to the podcast we did before Chisora White, and you know I was just as you know I was expecting it to be as big a snore well, fest what, as anyone. What's his best performance then? Losing the fight. His best performance is against Joshua. Yeah, perhaps. And, and Joshua, um, admittedly, got caught up in the emotion of the occasion. Hmm. You know, and he took took that shot, rode it, and then smashed him up for the other six rounds. 
Yeah, again, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just, I just feel, I do feel that there's more to come from him, and we just haven't seen it yet. Oh, I just hope he gets wiped out. <laughs> Why though? I don't get that. I because think... I just, I just think he's just. It's like Hasim Rackman. I said to Carl before the pod. It's like Hasim Rackman knocked out Lennox Lewis once, and he made a living out of that one punch for, for the next ten or fifteen years. But Dillian's not living off of that. All right, look, he Sky. Is. Yeah, but he, he isn't. If you hear him talk, he he doesn't go around talking about that fight all the time. No, but he's, he he doesn't count it as a defeat. His Twitter bio, yeah, his bio, his bio is still. Well, I don't know. I don't he, look at Twitter he, bio. The only reason people know who he is is because of Anthony Joshua. Yeah, people well, I, don't I'm know. Not, again, I'm not denying that. And he's, you know, the 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 Chisora fight, the Chisora fight was a good fight, and it would be a really nice domestic fight, and that's great, and you'd he'd get all the credit in the world for that. But to put him in a conversation for being a, having a world title fight is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's, he is not a world-class fighter at all. Mm-hmm. I'd actually like to see him fight the dude that Chisora fought last week. Or Joe Joyce. Or Joe. Someone on his level. He is not on Wilder's level. Wilder wipes him out about three rounds. No, but... And I, again, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not arguing with you completely, but I'm just saying if, if he's, at, he's at this point now of the WBC, he's in this position yeah. of voting. So, so surely he deserves the sh- uh, shot. If 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 we're gonna go through what boxing politics and yeah, look, it drives us all yeah, mad. Yeah. But if we if we're gonna follow it one way, then we have to follow it the other. So yeah. he's been given he's he should be given this this shot now. Yeah, I think he's jumped through the hoops and mm-hmm. therefore he should get what jumping through exactly, the hoops gets you. But in the real in the, in terms of actually deserving a world title fight, absolutely not. Absolutely nowhere near. He's beat Robert Hellenius, Derek Chisora, who was washed badly by Tyson Dave Fury. Allen, Ian Lewison. Dave Allen, like super nice guy and super funny, but not even Commonwealth, like not even British title level. Hmm. Uh, he's nowhere near world title fight. No credence to the fact that Eddie Eddie says about how hard it is to match him or to get to get him fights. With Dylan White, yeah, he could get fights at his level. Mm-hmm. He wants, doesn't want him. People don't want to fight. He didn't him. want the rematch of Chisora. Well, I think they both wanted it, but they wanted both of them to be fair. Wanted silly money and wanted it as a headline pay per view, which which silly. which Batroom didn't because they could then do. neither of them are a ticket seller, neither of them are a draw. Okay, well let's let's not talk about. But, but anyway. so, very briefly, we've just talked about White Chisora. Is that is that that White Chisora rematch? Oh, that's gone, gone now. now. Yeah, that's gone. okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so also on the end of the cup, we saw uh, Katie Taylor, mm. not Katie Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Taylor won uh, uh, won her world title. <laughs> Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the fight. I, you know, I thought, I thought, um, I forget her name. What was her name? Uh, Sanchez. Yeah, she was tough, tough man. Tough. Every time she ate a big shot, she comes she come back. back at her. Yeah, fair play to her, man. Fair play to her. She and she was, was emotional walking towards the ring yeah. after the whole thing with with the way. I, I'm not 100 yeah. okay with exactly what happened, but, but yeah, yeah, I guess this way. But I think there was other reasons. She was trying to say that there was reasons why or something. Wasn't yeah, I think she travelled really late. Oh, okay. Yeah, this water retention and all okay. that kind of thing. So I think she travelled late and therefore missed weight and and fought for travelling. They used... probably don't make a lot of money though. So guess no, the, no, the money you should have got from the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. devastated. They don't make a lot of money. Female fighters. But, did you, yeah, but did you enjoy enjoy the fight? Like I said, we, we've seen we've seen her in fights. Against you know where we're not sure whether what the level where our opponents yeah. are. We saw at this point that this level opponent was was decent. I think I think the 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 uh, Sanchez was tough. Technically, she wasn't very good, um, but she was tough and she came roaring back every single time. Katie Taylor, she's quality, isn't she? She's mm. quality. She puts her punches together so well. Her the body shot that dropped Sanchez was great. It was lovely. Yeah. She's got. Great technique. I think she probably could have won a world title in her first fight if she wanted to. Yeah, um, she's good enough. It's just if you do that, you're making a mockery of women's boxing, aren't yeah. you? So you can't do that. Um, love the aggression. I yeah. love it because it is, it's head in there and and throwing. Yeah. And and it was it's it was a joy to watch. And she, you can see. So they want they want a headliner show with her in in um, Ireland in, in Ireland. And I I, I might go to it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would. I would because she. I found it entertaining. Uh, you know, the, you know, the atmosphere is going to be good. Yeah, it will be relatively cheap to go. I'm sure there'll be another undercard. It'll be a type of if they do make it more of a, a, a women's show, then that would be interesting to to see a bit more of. I'd be I'd be interested in that. They're trying to match up her and Jonas, aren't they? Aren't I think the that's way? that's the plan eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they box in the amateurs, and I think the idea is because Jonas has only had a couple of fights, so yeah. they yeah. need to get her two or three more fights and then they can start to look at it. And as we said, the, the rest of the card was, was pretty poor. Buglioni won again against an, against another un, another unbeaten guy, to be fair. Yeah. Kalia Fai defended his world title against uh, another, a, a tough um, 
uh, a tough. Was he from Japan? He was, was a Japanese guy. He yeah. was. He was. Um, another another tough uh, show, and we've seen a couple of uh, of tough Japanese fighters come over, particularly on those those types of weight divisions recently. Remember Jamie McDonald not too far off as well against um, against uh, the guy that uh, had knocked down Rigo. Um, oh yes, yeah. Yes. Forget his name, but was was, was decent. Um, but what I did want to talk about about the show was uh, every fight went the distance, which meant Joe Cordina uh, in his yeah, home tag and a homecoming yeah. fight was not on television. Yes, even though it was on in the background whilst the presenters and stuff were talking. So were I don't really talking. got that. Yeah, they were just talking about. I think they were talking about Dylan White. They yeah. were talking about the uh, the Dillian White um, Hellenius fight. And in the background, you can see Joe Cordina, who's boxing in Wales in front of his home fans, in yeah. front of seventy thousand people. So and why then? I mean, I don't, I, because I, I was watching it on, a, on a, I wasn't watching it through Sky's. They've coverage. made the decision to 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 show uh, Joshua videos and and talk about Dylan White instead. Simple as that. But Eddie, Eddie came out afterwards and talked about oh, every fight went the distance, and I had to put Joe Cordina in, and it annoyed the you know I annoyed a lot of people at Sky because it delayed you know delayed Joshua and. and but why wouldn't you just show it? It would have been easy to stick Adam Smith and Carl Froch in front of it for well, however many six rounds or whatever it was. It was, it was just a four rounder or something. Very strange. I think they should have just. Was Buatzi meant to be on this card as well? Don't think so. No. Okay. Fine. I missed that. Okay. Fine. No, no, I no, thought no. there was a couple. That we talked about Dave out. Allen, but Dave Allen had to come off as well, didn't he? Dave Allen. Dave Allen uh, injured himself in the dressing room. Ah. Yeah. Did his back. Yeah. So okay. Fair enough. Um. So so that's that, and that was uh. It was a nice enough yeah. show, but like I said, it's, it was a it, it's what it was. It was yeah. Um, so when we started this pod, right, we had thirteen world champions in in Britain. Yeah, one lineal. Yeah. Um, we now only have eight, and none that are lineal. Yes. So, have we declined, or or have the rest caught up? Uh, and and also, who who will be the next to lose their world title? Do you think? Uh, Answer me the first bit first. Have we declined? Uh, no, because there's a lot of people, a lot of people coming out. I think what's probably aided this is people are unifying a lot more now. It seems to be happening a little bit more at middleweight. Uh, Golovkin, Golovkin has managed to win three of the four world titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, junior welterweight Terence Crawford won all four world titles. So there's just, I think there's less opportunities out there for for uh, for British fighters to win world titles. Um, I. Th- there's not a lot of, but saying that we have a lot of good talent coming through. So I don't think we're declining. I think that it's just more people are unifying and winning a world title is harder than I think it was two or three, a couple of years ago. T, do you think it's like a fluid thing? It's quite, it's quite a lucid thing where people drop off, new people come on at the at the at the, at the beginning of their world champion yeah. journey, and some people fall off towards the end as they get older or as they move up or or whatever it might be. So for example, I mean Tony's. Bellew is no longer a cruiserweight champion now, yeah. I assume, because he's you know, moved, he's up. moved up. So that wouldn't necessarily be of him declining. It's him taking an opportunity in another in another way. Do you think is, is that is that what answers it? Maybe in an individual sport, it's difficult to say to kind of group all the fighters together in that way. It's not like um, in the Olympics where you team are set a target to win a certain amount of medals. So yeah. these are individual fighters, different promoters. Um, Carl Brook held held his belt hostage until he fought um, Spence. Um, you've got Billy Joe Saunders that had the belt for a few years. I, you know, he's not really fought much. No. So at so, the minute, we've got Joshua, DeGale, Groves, Saunders, Flanagan, Selby, Burnett, uh, and Yafai as the current world champion. We're not counting Eubank as his. With I'm his not going to count Eubank, and Flanagan has to go because he's moved up to 140. Uh, Since yeah, I okay. wrote that, yeah. he's moved up to 140. Okay. Uh, so he's been put as number one, number one for the WBO title at junior welter so it's actually seven world champions we've got now Um, so Flanagan has already lost the title so I think in terms of no I'm not going to count the IBO okay that's fair enough but so you can say on top of that we're going to we're going to gain a super super middleweight because we anticipate George Cam Smith or um, uh, Chris Eubank Jr. to to win the the WBSS yeah yeah I think that's fair to say yeah because who else else, who's who's the last one left Uh, Uh, yeah, Bremer. Jesus yeah. Christ! Okay, I could be. I could be Bremer. I think. I mean, I think I said who's the next? Who's likely to lose it next? Be Saunders or Graves, I'd guess. Saunders Lemieux. It's probably the closest one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, uh, and I guess Eubank. I don't know. If, you know, I'm not as confident about the Eubank um, Groves fight as I was when it was first. I mean, I fought Eubank all day long, but I think, I think Groves has got a lot of experience. 
Let's talk uh, very briefly about Groves. He's been, he's been in deeper waters than Eubank has. I think you're right. Let's let's talk very briefly about Groves because it was an impressive it was an impressive performance against Jamie Cox. A lot of people have said that Jamie Cox, you know, everyone thought George would be too big for him, but um, but but a lot of people, including you know our friend Scott uh, from the, from the podcast, uh, you know, obviously has his matchroom connections, but you know was was big on the fact that don't be counting out Jamie Cox here because you know he's 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 coming to win he's and and he's and the improvement we've seen in him is big it was, he, it was a good performance wasn't it he he put up a good showing i i think for a fighter that wasn't expected to do anything that hadn't boxed at george's level before he put up a good show he did put up a good show and he he came to fight he came to win he, he absolutely but at the end of the day he lost by fourth round stoppage to the body, hmm. um, and to the body. To the body. I was in Colombia and I had to watch it on a on a gif that someone had sent me. Sat on a <laughs> minibus going up through the hills of Colombia, trying to have a wank to that body <laughs> shot it was was hard work. I'll tell you that. Two other champions on there. We've 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 had a little bit of news. De Gale and Lee Selby. Selby. Lee Selby. Uh, back with Uncle Frank yeah, for a December. night. Yeah, yeah, fight in December at the Copper Box. Is that a surprise? I think it's a short-term deal, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fight by fight. You know, Al Heyman, Al Heyman fighters who have who have, who have seized on an opportunity. But you know, a Selby and a De Gale at a Copper Box show—that's that's good value. Yeah, yeah. Selby, Selby. I'm not massively surprised. De Gale, I am, just because he's worked with um, Frank before, mm. and I just didn't expect him to go back. I expected him to just keep boxing in America because he's been boxing in America for a little while now. Imagine, I imagine making pretty decent money with Al Heyman. Mm. So I just expected him to just keep doing that. But to, to come back and, and box with Frank Warren, um, fair play to Uncle Frank. Well, he's fighting TBA. He's quite a tough fight. Teak, teak, tough. So when is it again? In December? I think it's the 9th. 9th, I think it is, yeah. yeah I'm away. I, I would probably have gone to that. I, I like going to the Copper Box. I find it No, I don't mind fun. it. I don't mind it. Um, yeah, hooliganism. That's it. You get to watch good boxing in the ring Love and then that. get to see a good ruck outside of the ring scrap. as well. There's a bit of that at Groves v. Cox, isn't there? Isn't apparently, it? he got yeah. really naughty there. Apparently, he was what? really, really bad. Would never have guessed that. No, yeah. apparently, he got really after, bad. After a Spurs game, yeah. Yeah, it was be. straight after oh, I suppose the top of the a few game, beers yeah. and there some tickets. I think there were some Chelsea just... lots and Tottenham lots. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and Swindon lot. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So um, we've got a couple that are close to world titles that we mentioned. So Eubank uh, is one that we can see happening at Cal Smith. Also, we've got Liam Smith. Um, uh, he's going to be fighting this weekend. Yeah, he's fighting well. Liam Williams in, in that rematch. Liam is that... Williams is the bookie's favourite, which I'm really surprised at. Mm, yeah, I'm a little bit surprised, but I, and I and I still go for Liam Smith. I think I think boxing purist side of things. I think you I think you still go for Liam Liam Smith. I think, but uh, it'd be interesting because that's not for the title. That's not for a vacant title. It's, I think so it's like an eliminator. Yeah, so it'll be for Cotto. So it depends on what Cotto does. So if Cotto wins and decides yeah. he wants to fight again, yeah. We could have we could have Cotto over here, T. <laughs> what are you saying, man? Oh, okay, Come what on, are you, you saying to canapes? That? You'd be doing canapes for You've that. You've got to surely. do canapes. I'll just my car. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll vacate and they'll and then they'll vacate. Well, that's, that's going to be his last fight against Ali, so I don't think he'll fight after. Yeah, that. I reckon he could be. He could be turned with a little pretty penny to come over, a little swan song over in the UK. Yeah. That would be lovely. That would oh Cotto would be yeah tick that tick that box would be great. That's good. Um, and Josh Taylor is also fighting in a, in a few weeks' time as well. Is he? He's, He's fighting Miguel friend. Vasquez. Yeah, oh. yeah. So I know that one. Yeah. But okay. do you think he'll fight Cattle? Do you think he'll stay domestic, or do you think? He'll... I think Josh Taylor said, "Why don't you?" He pretty much offered Jack Cattle out, didn't he? And said, yeah. "I'll have that. I'll take that belt off you. No problem." And he would take it off him handily. And do you think as well with the situation that McGuigans are in at the minute, yeah. with you know, and Channel Five and that type of stuff, you know, to keep things relevant, to keep things entertaining, it's almost got to be domestic fighting. You know. Yeah, I think they're trying to get a world title. I think they're going to go for a world title fight because Crawford's moving up, yeah. and so all the belts are going to be vacant. So he's going to get a world title That's shot true. of sorts. Good point. So are I you... think to answer the question, who's the next to win a world title? It's Josh Taylor. We've missed someone. Who? The bloke is fighting Horn. Oh, Gary uh, Cockeran. Yeah, Gary Cockeran. He might be the next world champ. Yeah, you know, That's true. <laughs> Can he, you he's imagine? going to take some. He's going to. I've forgotten all about that. <laughs> I tell you what, Brisbane, he's going to take a firm over there as well. That's going to get naughty. Someone's Wombat's going to get naughty. Just the ashes as well. Just the ashes as well. So, Surely Anthony Crawler's not far off a world title as well now. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. how long have we been going now? Uh, Blimey, we're keeping on the time these days. 
so the WBSS, the semi-final, we've got Groves and Eubank and Smith versus Bremer. Uh, we've, we've, we've talked about Groves a, a little bit. Let's... Um, uh, and, was, and then, sorry, in the cruiserweights, we've got Usyk against Bredis and Gassiev against Dortikos. Oh, oh, what about oh, oh. what about Gassiev's knockout of the geezer with a massive name? Ladarchik. <laughs> yeah, I thank missed you. that. Yeah. Oh my god, it was a savage body shot. That oh, I did like, see. It, I did see. Yeah, Gassiev against Dortikos. Have my baby. Mm. That is going to be fucking sick. This is this is this this super series as as delivered. Yes, this is, it's it postman has. patted, isn't it? It is yeah, delivered. It has special delivery. Yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed, and I'm happy for the Southlands as well because logistically and um, outlay, this must have been a gamble to an extent. Yeah, you know, I know they had the, the, the certain fighters in there, but you know, look, say, say Groves had ended up, I don't know, copping an injury halfway through, and you ended up with, with yeah, with a, you know, a Cox Bramer semi final, you know, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I know, yeah, that, yeah. but it could have easily fallen that way. You know, it's, it's. I'm happy that it's, that it's worked out for so him. far. So let's let's talk about a brief event. So so Groves Eubank, without going into matters deal, because we we talk about these two all the time because yeah. we love them both. But if if you had to pick right now, T, you said you've been wavering slightly. I picked Eubank Jean, but I'm wavering. A bit like Hay and um, a bit like Zoe Joshua and Wilder. I still I still think the same person's going to win, but I think Groves has got a bit more left than people are giving him credit for. What wins it for Eubank Junior though? Um, energy. Just energy, really. Um, keep it on like Groves, but I don't know. I think Groves has been, you know, he's had. Was it the Anderson, the the Scottish bloke he fought? Yeah. Um, yes, you're right. You know, he's had real barn burners where he's you know been, Kenny Anderson. You know, he's had real barn burners where he's been you know against the wall and he's come back to win. Yeah. You bet. You know, doesn't really have that, but he's got a great chin, so no yeah. one really puts him in trouble. So it's an interesting fight. I think you bet. Junior wins, but I'm not. As certain as I was in the fight was made. No, that's the thing. It's the engine, isn't it? <laughs> Where Eubank's got a great engine, and Groves's engine isn't isn't so good. Um, so that's where you could you could see Eubank winning the fight. I could absolutely see Groves winning it too because he is the naturally bigger man. He's a puncher and he is a genuine world class fighter. Mm-hmm. And he's boxing like a world champion at the minute. He was even when Cox was troubling him during that fight, he was completely calm the whole time. You never saw him. Normally, when when someone's all over him, you see him lose his shape, and you see him, yeah. you see him look almost flustered, and yeah. he doesn't look. He didn't look like that against Cox at all. He looked completely composed the entire time. That's my worry. Is I think to, again towards the latter rounds, I think as you say, if, when he gets put under pressure, particularly against the ropes and stuff, it looks like you have flashbacks of of that monster punch or of that or of those moments when you say he loses his shape and when he tries to start judging distance with his hands instead of with his feet. Yeah. It makes it it makes it look messy. I don't necessarily think he's in as much trouble as sometimes it looks. And I think towards those later rounds when it looks like he's gassing, I don't think it, perhaps he is. I think that's just no. I think, I think that's just the way he his body reacts and how he deals with things. And as he said, he's been in in these situations before, so he'll know he'll have experience of how to to get through it. I, my heart says George, but my head says Eubank Junior. It's hard to like pick who you actually want to win especially these are my two favorite favorite fighters you know anthony aside but these these two are are you know of my two are my guys man and yeah. that's gonna be hard and i've said i've already said I'm, I'm i'm going big monies big 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 monies big drama show counties to go to go to that one because forget the count i just want to be close as close as possible to the sweat and the blood that is going to drip off the side of that ring can of uh, tea I don't know. Come, Come on! on. <laughs> not as rich as you two. <laughs> we'll split it. Uh, <laughs> um, Smith Bramer, straightforward. Bra- I, hope, Bra- I, hope, I hope Bramer wins. Bramer boxed that really. Bramer boxed quite well. Rob Brandt was poor. He was but people crap. are touting him like. Yeah, I know some American journalists, some yeah, knowledgeable, I didn't knowledgeable that, people yeah. were saying, "Oh, he might do this. He might win the whole thing." He looked like <laughs> shit. He looked like people that are knowledgeable and like I was thinking, oh okay, because I didn't know much about Rob Brandt. He looked like shit, and Bremer completely washed him after about four rounds. And he was all over the shop against Nathan Cleverly. I know the injury did it, but you could tell that yeah, you know, even someone as limited as Nathan Cleverly, as much as I like Nathan Cleverly, I think he's, he seems like a very nice guy. But the interesting thing, sorry, is that Scogland is fighting Fielding now, isn't he? Mm. That's so, a decent yeah, fight. That is a decent fight. For yeah. the Hay Bailey Wondercard, that is yeah. a decent fight. And yeah. we'll have a look at Fielding and see where he is, really. Yeah. I like Rocky Fielding. Well, you know I do, because Paul Smith ducked him for 19 months. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd have liked Rocky Fielding if he'd have 
come true on some of the stuff he said he was going to do afterwards in terms of performances. I mean, yeah. necessarily see it, but hey, it's boxing. Um, Usyk Bradus. I mean, do we do we even talk about Usyk Bradus and Dorcas? Usyk's like Usyk's in the final. It's just like yeah. Usyk's going to win. He's going to win every. He's going to win the whole thing. Let's just enjoy the fights. Um, did you fight Bradus? Is a good fighter though. He is good. He's a good fight. So it's going to be a good fight, but Usyk's going to win. I think. Who who do you want in the final? Do you want Gasset or do you want Dorticos? Dorticos, man. man like Dorticos. I love a I was trying to play a bit. I was going to play a bit of devil's advocate, yeah, but I can't disagree. No, with you. no. I want Usyk to be looking up at Dorticos like a cyborg, like has been hit by a bottle, like all fucked. What does yeah, this do? Like, what does this do for the cruiserweight? I mean, the cruiserweight division now, you know, as 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 people that are fans of boxing and, and maybe a bit more immersed into the sport than than than, than some others. Uh, in terms of a casual, in terms of a sky, a massive sky audience necessarily, um, does this help the the cruiserweight division in any way of being able to go right? This, these are names that we can sell. Does it? I'm not it, sure it does. It but... does help, but I think Usyk's not made any secret that once he wins, he's going to fight, going to go heavyweight. Mm. So, oh no, that does leave a void. I don't think he's going to be great at heavyweight, but that's what he said. And, and as well, Andy beat Joe Joyce as an amateur handily. So, it's a shame that. Uh, I, it's understandable why Tony Bay was, you know, has gone the David Hayrew, but it is a shame in there because I feel we've missed out on being able to big up that cruiserweight division in this country massively. Because yeah. if if Tony was to fight, you know, a, you know, a Dorticos, a Gassayev, you know, or any of those, any of those guys, or, or the guy that Dorticos beat, um, what's his name, the guy that Dorticos knocked out, oh, Kudryashov, oh, yeah. But do you know what I mean? That's what they need, and that's what they were doing, weren't they? They were showing bits of Usyk on Sky, weren't they? And his fights, are, you know, obviously on the on yeah. the premise of you know we got to try and build this up so that when he comes over here, so it is a shame. I think we've lost out on that. And yeah. I, anyway, I don't see. I, I can see Tony finishing after the Hay fight. To be perfectly honest, yeah, but. no, I um, I can see why he moved up because I think pretty much every person in that tournament beats Tony Billy badly. Hmm. Um, <laughs> really? No, I don't. I don't actually mean that. Oh, I'm just, just being a fucking dick. Hardly, no, yeah. everyone. Do you know what? Every semi every semi finalist beats him badly, uh, but not the quarter finalist. He probably would have got to a semi final. Um, but it is. Really? A shame. You think Gass- You don't think Gass- you don't think Makubu is as good as bad guy. Gassiev bashes barely. You Dorty cost two rounds. Mm. You sick one round. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a fucking dick. <laughs> it's been a dick. Uh, they all, all of those semi-finals beat Tony Belly badly. Okay, fair um, enough. I was just wanting to say, yeah, tournament. There's a couple of things that's a shame with the World Boxer Super Series. They don't have a major t- US TV deal. It's not on Showtime. It's not on HBO. It's not even on ESPN. It's on some random channel in America, which is a real <laughs> shame because it means it's not getting that big, that big kind of US kind of exposure. Um, this time this time and yeah hopefully the next time they do one you know if they go for you know a more glamour division with more well, it's, it's funny you mention that because we had a question from it's a good question at George Mill on, on, on Twitter saying what division would you like to have a, a WBSS star tournament next for, I mean for me this welterweight surely is is, is is the obvious standout for that particularly if it includes Terence Crawford I, I'd say light heavy by uh, distance Purely because I saw a tweet which put the lineup up, and I just thought, yeah, light so heavies. So, like, so for light heavies, you've got Kovalev, Stevenson, Jack, Alvarez, Barrera, Vodzik, Baterbia, Birol. I don't know if I've said eight names there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got Joe Smith on the out, and the outskirts of it as yeah. well. Anthony Yard, English yeah. interest. Um, Budioni, yeah, true. English interest. I suppose we've got because what yeah. we've got so the WBC is, is obviously Stevenson and WBA is now is is Bivol. Yeah. So there are some belts to clear up and some issues to that could be done in, in, in that. I think you're right. I think welterweight, I think what T says is right, like heavyweight. Another one that's been mentioned a few times is Superfly. Uh, because you've got Inoue, you've got Rungvazai, yeah. you've got all these guys that I think are all going to end up fighting each other anyway. Um, but that's another really good division. So but, uh, well, the reason why I like welterweight is because because all those belts are, are are taken. So you've obviously got Jeff Horn at welterweight with the WBO, Errol Spence obviously with the IBF. He beat, yeah. he, he took off Kelbrook um, in Sheffield earlier this year, uh, and Keith Furman with the WBA and WBC. Um, so there are you know there's 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 stuff to clear up to clear up. Who's the you know who yeah. is the, who is the best? Who's already proven themselves to some extent already? And then you've got Terence Crawford. Oh. Yeah. You throw Terence Crawford in there as well. 
it's good to have Jeff Horn in there because everyone needs a W, so it's good. It'll be good for the rest. <laughs> I, I like what you say about about the about the lighter weight. So even at, like at featherweight, you know Oscar Valdez, Lee Selby, Sierra Santa Cruz, Gary Russell Jr., Carl Frampton. Featherweight, maybe. yeah, featherweight. You know, so uh, and, and for those smaller weights, if you're going to find a way of being able to say, look, let's exhibit how good these fights can be at these weights, and then a, a WBSS tournament is the way to do it. Can you only do two at a time? You think? I think we have to do two at a time. Logistically, yeah. it makes sense. To just yeah, do yeah, and it just makes it you can do one week. Uh, yeah. featherweights next week like heavyweights could you imagine just... doing it for the heavyweights though I did think of the heavyweights when we got that question I thought you know the heavyweights is a good one as well There's... it would force it would it would help put aside some politics yeah yeah, yeah. obviously Joshua's kind of quest to do all these belts is going to be very much on the back of are the, w, are the numerous government bodies going to allow them to have you know to take their time in certain places and not fulfil mandatories on the exact day of when they might need to so it's true. It might it might put those politics aside. Yeah. Do you think, so do you think we'll see this every year, or do you I think, think it'll, it'll be a year again. on year off? It depends oh, if I they make any again. money. It depends on money, doesn't it? Mm. If they if they make a profit from it, if it's profitable, then if the model's profitable, though, you should yeah. be able to see. Because yeah. I can see why it's difficult for Sky, right? Yeah. Because because <laughs> they have their dates already. Yeah. They then have to add on thirteen, fourteen dates. Really, yeah, you know, and they can't just show the one fight, it would have to be yeah. a card, and yeah. so I, I get it, it's difficult. So, and then would you let no one's going to buy half of it and the other half yeah, of it because yeah, they'd be yeah. squabbling over that? So, it's 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 tricky, it's a shame, but it would like to be. I'd like to think that if they see that the model's working, then someone like Ascara BT go, right, you know what, let's take off some of, some of the smaller stuff that perhaps we do. And let's let's give this a focus. I can see them doing it once every two years. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a real shame that the UK fights the wall on ITV box office mm. because um, it just just kind of kills the exposure in some ways. Yeah, yeah it's no, just... you're right. You're right. You know, and I think Eddie Hearn made the point on IFL. He said they should have put <coughs> Cox and Groves on ITV one. Yeah, and he's absolutely right. He's yeah. absolutely right. They should have put it on ITV One. Cox is a is a no name really in terms of world boxing. So put it on ITV One. Everybody sees it. Everybody's usually watching Corey or X Factor at that time. Yeah. He's watching the boxing. Then they see the stare down between Groves and Eubanks, which you know, which was fucking great. Mm. And then you're, you're building towards January. Then you know, you you have that image in. It's about mainstream, and that's what we were talking at the start of the pod about. Everybody knows Anthony Joshua. And that's what you want for Groves and Eubank. You want everybody to know who Eubank is and everybody to know who George Groves is. And so, and then when we get a good final or that to be a semi-final, then you put it on pay-per-view. I think there's... I'd, I'd really like Verdi Hearn and Matchroom to become involved with something like this uh, next time because I think we're starting to see now with Matchroom, you know, look, Frotch has gone. Kell Brooks... You know, coming towards the end of things. Tony Bellew's coming towards the end of things. Obviously, Lee Selby and James Segale have have, have, have moved on. Um, you know, so the f- and, and obviously Anthony Joshua is, is is still the juggernaut. But the focus of things really for for, for Eddie Hearn and Matchroom coming up are the newer people that they brought in, the Buatzis, the Connor Benz, um, you know, Scott Quigg to to an extent. But you know, there's it's that, that middle ground of of fighters who are not the household names that those guys are now and things like these and tournaments like this where people can other can get a genuine interest when you haven't got a yeah. a, a, a rematch a yeah. bitter rematch to be yeah. to be doing like a frotch well, or a cleverly bell you two even you know it, it, there's an opportunity there for them to use a model like this is what i'm saying i think because of the the uh uh because kel brooks lost lost his world title and he and eddie Hearn has all these pay-per-view dates to fulfill now mm-hmm. He needs that second pay-per-view star, and he doesn't have that. He has Joshua, barely fighting Hay on box office because it's David Hay. It's not because of Tony Bellew. Yeah, uh, Tony Bellew fighting anybody else isn't on pay-per-view. Um, but but it's um, I feel like I'm digging out Bellew all day. Um, but um, it's he needs to find that second star, and perhaps it's Callum Smith if he wins the tournament. We'll see. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think he'll really cross over, but we'll see. Do you think? Do you think we've matched very quick on the, on the because obviously this weekend we're going to see Danny Jacobs um, fight on on a match in USA. Is this their first USA card? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do Do you think that's going to take away some uh, some focus if that really starts to kick off? Whether whether we'll see perhaps less domestic dates in the UK because of it? I think it could possibly make him more inclined to take his bigger fighters abroad. Um, so Conor Ben's fighting out there this weekend. Yeah, yeah, they're going to try and 
move him along now mm-hmm. um, because he has the name, but it's time to really start pushing for. Who's that kid you like? The Josh Adam. Josh Bezu- Kelly. Thank you. Yeah. That kid's nice. He's very good. What weight has Connor Bennett? Nice. Junior Welter. Yeah. I should really. I know we're, we're supposed to be saying super lightweight, but who the fuck says that? Just say one forty. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Fair enough. Well, yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how that, how that, if that takes off, whether yeah. we're going to use it primarily as a vehicle for British fighters with just a couple of, you know, with Danny Jacobs, yeah. obviously they've signed um, Miller as well now. Yeah. Um, it, it'd be interesting to see how that dynamic works, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, there's a Fantasy League update. Uh, Smith is Williams next. Next. What do you mean? What do you mean? What? Well, yeah, who's the lead? Who's top? It doesn't I mean, matter. It's, I, like, it's like what it's like looking at the league table after two games. It's yeah, pointless. To be fair, that's it's pointless. True. That's, it's that's, utterly that's, pointless. That's not pointless at all, mate. <laughs> well, who? Well, all right. Well, T's T's top of the league at the joint, minute. Joint top. Joint top. Yeah, so he's, he's not even top by merit. Well, alphabetical. Uh, yeah. Ah. It's on. <laughs> get out. Yeah, it's on. Like. Yeah, he's joint top with a few other. I'd be embarrassed to even bring that up if I was you. You're a terrible bloke, T. So we're gonna do Smith and Williams next, yeah. Yes. Anyone get Wilder? Uh, no. Vern? No. no. Nobody got round one. I got round Nobody four, got round yeah. one, and then nobody picked round ten for Joshua Takam. So it's five points of this there for people I to grab. 11. I picked 11. Yeah, I know. So I if know. the referee stopped the fight between rounds, it would have been done as round yes, 11. Yes, it was. See? Yeah, yes, it would have, yeah. Bad referee and denied me. Yeah. In doctors. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we also had another question from at Spooky on Twitter. Who wins Deontay Wilder or a windmill? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Yeah, I, I think Wilder's got the hand speed, but the windmill's got the chin. Yeah. What did you think of his little uh, little shimmy to the left with that, with uh, a little uppercut? Uh, sorry, to the right and a little uppercut after just before he finished it. What yeah, did you think of that? Yeah. Oh, that's savage! That it's... knockout is ridiculous, isn't it? Some of the some of the videos have been made of that. Oh my god, it was such a savage. The technique, knockout. I thought the technique around that last bit was was all over shot. You can yeah. see why there are people that really don't like him, but. The, the the initial right hand through the guard yeah. extended it beautifully, turned it over really really nicely yeah. right at the end, straight through the guard, and he, he looked like he was asleep before he even yeah. hit the ground. The first time he boxed Stavern, he actually boxed really quite well yeah. because Stavern was coming off the Ariola win, and he yeah. was actually seen as a you know a decent a decent fighter. But I think in the fights where he doesn't feel challenged, he just does that. He just starts windmilling in, um, but. <clears throat> It, there is a good boxer in there. I'm convinced of it. What did you think? So Miller came in at what? 18 stone 5. Yeah, uh, Wilder came... Uh, sorry, yes. Stavern came in at, at, at like 18 stone 5. Wilder was 15 stone... 9. 9. The same way Ali was when he, beat, when he lost to Fraser. Looked great. Looked great. <clears throat> he's an uh, athlete. Before Wilder's a boxer, he's an athlete. Are we disappointed yeah. in... Look, we knew Miller was relatively late. You know, obviously after everything Stavern. that had happened with... Um, sorry, Stavern. Sorry. Um... Stavern disappointed in how he came in. He, he was, was supposed to be. He was meant to be on the show. Yeah. That was my point. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I heard a lot of people saying, "Oh well, you know, it's, it's a substitute or rest of it." But he was meant to be on that card. So he, was supposed, really. he was supposed to be boxing anyway. So no, he and um, no, he was supposed to be boxing anyway. He should be in shape. Worst championship fight showing since uh, uh, since Charles, Charles Martin. Martin probably was. Yeah, but he just did. He didn't land a punch. Didn't throw a punch. Didn't either. throw a punch. Mm. Yeah. And he was talking before the fight like it's going to be a contest, and, and yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, he had the yeah. goons with him at the press conference, didn't he? And it all nearly yeah. got a bit annoying. But oh, was, I didn't see that. It was pathetic. Yeah, pathetic. Mm-hmm. Not the press conference; that was actually quite entertaining. But the, the, his showing in that title fight was terrible. What did you make of um, the nickname that Deontay Wilder gave to Anthony Joshua uh, during his interviews? Did what you see it? that? What, what was it? What was it? A juicing J. Ah, yeah. Which, controversial. Yeah. He won't join Wilder, really. No. Well, if he wants to fight for WBC <clears throat> title, he'll have to join Wilder. Yeah. So and and Wilder, fair play to them. They are leading the way in terms of catching these people. So. Mm. But they did they did their multiple choice thing for who should Wilder fight next. And yeah. They put Louis Ortiz's name in there. Yeah, I know. So I weird. Because the W that's the problem with this drug ban business. It's the the WBA have banned Louis Ortiz, mm. but the WBC because he hasn't been fighting for them. It's nothing to do with them, so they don't ban him as well. It should be uniform across the board, but it's the age-old problem with boxing. There's no uniform sanction. There's no FIFA, if you like. Yeah. There's no one governing body to govern it all, and it's been the problem since day one and will forever be the problem. Um, I don't know what you can do about it, really. We've talked about it before, haven't we, about some really type of central government. Yeah. It's, 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 it's almost impossible, isn't it? So that's it. That's that, isn't it? I'm going to come to that. Oh, it's been a bad day for me. I have my body fat measured today. I'm in, I'm in camp. I've got uh, I've got something going on on the 17th. A little inter-gym uh, fight back yeah. then. Come back. Don't call it a comeback. But, 
I got my body fat measured today. Do you want yeah. have a little guess at what it was? A little percentage? I'm five foot. What am I to T? Five nine. <laughs> All right, five eight. I was gonna say seventeen. Five seven. Say seventeen. Fuck me. I'd have, I'd have bit your hand off at seventeen. Oh, it was twenty four. Wow. Yeah. It's almost a quarter. Huge. That was it was upsetting. Uh, but I've done a lot of driving races. I've done a lot. So uh, I'm um, up early mornings on the running. Did some running in the new forest this weekend. So it's uh, it's not great. So any support that anyone wants to tweet us at, at <laughs> underscore blow the belt. <laughs> blow the belt underscore, sorry, would be very yeah. much appreciated. So yeah, Fantasy League, uh, get your stuff in for, for Smith and Williams. Yeah. Um, after that, what's the next ones after that? Oh, I don't know. Anything big on the horizon, I don't know. I really? I haven't fought past it. I haven't fought past it. You don't want to do that? Da- Frampton, maybe? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, is it to, though? Because I'll be going to Frampton. Oh, yeah, Frampton man. next Saturday. <laughs> Are you going? <laughs> maybe. Probably. Oh, I've I've had to let Cal down. Unfortunately, yeah. we we were meant to be going canapes to uh, to Frampton, but yeah. I've been I've been called up into into a work related arena yeah. uh, and it, and lost it my could be, chance um, to go. Could be Rigondo the next fight. Oh, Rigo, yeah, yeah Rigo, true. yeah, Rigo, and yeah, I'm picking Rigo round one. Really? Yeah, yeah. I pick Rigo round two. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's leave it there. Thanks very much for listening. But like I said, uh, at below spell underscore at Alex from Bristol. At BC the Grand Slam. At Veloniusville. Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash B2B. You can send us your uh, fantasy uh, pics on Facebook, on Twitter, um, and uh, oh, I said it's just Facebook and Twitter, that's all you can do, isn't it? Yeah, no, and uh, no, we don't, don't be emailing us. No, or Instagram. Cause, or yeah. Instagram. You can do it on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. What I'm is fu- Instagram? You did it. <laughs> 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 At B2B pod on, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Are you getting the fucking handles wrong? It's below the belt pod on Instagram. Yes, well, it why is. Didn't you BTB just... pod on Facebook. Oh, yes. well, he didn't write it down. You, you know read... he only reads stuff that is written down in front of me. <laughs> if it was <if> <laughs> Burgundy. If you get a description <laughs> on the podcast, that all, the, all the handles will be on, yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, the podcast description. And also review this utter mess on <laughs> iTunes. That would be very much appreciated. We'll uh, see you next time. And please put your favourite fight when reviewing us. Yes. Pick huh? any fight. And if your favourite fight you've ever seen... Just put the fight and just give us five stars in the review. Oh, nice. That's a good idea. You don't have to write anything long. Don't write a dissertation. Just write your favourite fight and put five stars. All right. On iTunes. Thank you. Good duck. See you next time. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.